Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from the Mass of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a year old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it, with your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand. You shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on the same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt, I, the Lord. But the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, with which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. How shall I make a return to the Lord for all the good he has done for me? The cup of salvation I will take up and I will call upon the name of the Lord. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. Precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosed my bonds. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. To you I will offer sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. My vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread, and after he had given thanks, broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper and took off his outer garments. 
He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all, for he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A few years ago, I took my parish staff to a nail salon for a staff appreciation day. Everyone had the choice of a manicure or a pedicure. I had never had either one previously, and I felt a little weird having a manicure, so I figured my feet could use a little attention. It was one of the most uncomfortable things I have ever done in my life. First of all, I'm somewhat ticklish, so there is that. Then, I don't know, I just didn't like somebody touching or even looking at my feet. I mean, I have decent feet, I guess. I mean, they're not deformed or crusty or anything like that, but, but, but they're feet. F feet are one of those body parts you keep covered most of the time. They're not for public consumption, so no more pedicures for me. The foot washing ritual that is part of the Mass of the Lord's Supper is one of my favorite liturgical acts, and yet it is always a frustrating thing trying to get people to agree to be one of the 12 who get their feet washed. Every year I'd have to beg people to volunteer, and I'd get more no thanks than, sure, Father, I'd be honored. I finally just stopped asking, opting instead to choose a random dozen congregants in the moment. Their feet were washed before they even got over the shock. But after that personal pedicure debacle, I get it. No one wants you pawing at their, at their smelly feet. And so I understand why Peter objects to Jesus washing his feet. Culturally, foot washing was a common practice. A good host or one of his servants would wash the feet of his guests upon arriving or upon inviting them into their home. It was a sign of hospitality. Furthermore, after walking on the dusty roads of Palestine, which animals also used to do their business, where, where animals used to also do their business, feet were dirty and callous and in very much need of some TLC. And there were no high-end hiking shoe manufacturers back then, so your feet hurt a lot too. Peter's objection then is not so much about personal modesty. Jesus is his teacher and his master, not merely his host. It's a matter of hierarchy, and Peter occupies a lower place. But Jesus insists Peter submit. In fact, Jesus is again teaching them. He is showing Peter and the others what they must do. Jesus will leave them. He must leave them so that they will take his place in washing the feet of others and serving them. Paradoxically, it is also as servants that they will reclaim the image and likeness of God. As he says, I have given you a model to follow so that as I have done for you, you should also do. Jesus, of course, is not just speaking about foot-washing technique. In fact, St. Paul shares very similar words of Jesus from that same Passover meal. 
He says, do this in remembrance of me. These words are spoken in reference to offering his body and blood for the salvation of the world. The servant leadership Jesus is talking about doesn't stop at gestures of hospitality. Jesus offers himself totally to make us worthy of heaven. It's a perfect sacrifice, once for all. And yet, for the goal of the sacrifice to be fulfilled, we must assent and enter into that same sacrifice. To share in his glory, we must become like him. And that happens not by reenacting past rituals, but by making that same gift of self. We have to serve others as Jesus serves. We have to suffer as Jesus suffers. We have to uh, deplete ourselves in love as Jesus empties himself in love. It's not only remembrance, it's becoming, it's transfiguration. It's no coincidence that Jesus' command comes within the context of a Passover meal. The Passover itself is a ritual remembrance of the liberation of the chosen people from slavery. They repeat the ritual each year because their liberation is not yet complete. They're not yet truly free from the wounds of sin. They are not yet the light to the nations the Lord God has called them to be. And so the Messiah now stands among them to show them, to remind them of the way. Jesus acknowledges that the disciples don't yet understand. But if they remain faithful, Peter, James, John, and the others will, will fade away and the world will see Jesus living in them. As I write to you today, I am washing, or at least trying to wash your feet. Tonight, when I celebrate Mass, wherever that may be, with whomever it will be, the cup of salvation I will take up, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. My vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people. I understand what I am doing more than I, more than I used to, but, but I still don't understand it completely. It's been a fitful journey to this place, and I still have a distance to go. Your pilgrimage is also not yet finished. Today, you too repeat the rituals, hoping and praying to be transformed. As St. Paul says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. You proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes, and not just with your lips, but with your entire being, so that when he comes again, we will no longer receive him because we will be like him in every way. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great Holy Week, Triduum, and say a prayer for me.